Another 95.1 The Peak exclusive interview. Joining us on the line is our MP for uh, Simcoe Gray. We say hello to Terry Dowdle. Terry, great to have you on the line. Good morning, John. It's great to hear your voice again, and I hope you're doing well. I'm doing great, Terry. Uh, it's good for you. You're uh, inching your way back to Ottawa, and I guess you don't go in. You're not sitting in the house quite yet. No, we are actually back, and uh, from what we're hearing so far, which I think is good news, uh, it'll be all 338 of us on the uh, 22nd of November, but uh, we're back here this week uh, just trying to get organized um, and ready for that, and uh, a lot of people are back as well for the swearing-in ceremony. I have to come back uh, on the, I guess I'm November 12th is when I'm back for my official swearing-in ceremony that needs to be done before they allow us to take our seat in the House of Commons. Seems like we just did that. It does seem not too long ago, and quite frankly, from a financial perspective and, and, and just from a time perspective, yeah. I, I wish it was still two years and, and I was doing it again, but uh, it is what it is. Uh, let's talk about uh, Prime Minister Trudeau's uh, new cabinet. Uh, quite a bit of shaking up in terms of uh, cabinet ministers. What's your take on it? Well, I, you know, to be quite honest with you, I thought uh, some of them that were, were left out, I thought were good ministers. Uh, some removed from their uh, from their portfolios, which I thought was was good because perhaps they didn't do uh, that great of a job. But um, you know, we have some concerns with some of them that uh, that are there uh, at this particular moment in time. That they almost seem to be rewarded for their support uh, of Trudeau, as, as opposed to perhaps um, you know their their knowledge on those files. But uh, like everything else, we're going to be optimistic and we're going to see what happens when. Uh, when we get back to the house and hopefully, like I said, my job is to make sure that uh, I can do my best to make sure we get the message of people from Simcoe Gray and what we can bring to our writing. One of your uh, jobs is uh, as a member of the Standing Committee on National Defense. I wanted to ask you uh, what your take is on the, it seems like an endless reports of sexual misconduct in Canada's military. Uh, are we looking at an overall here? And, and what, what can your committee do about any of this? Well, first of all, I'm happy to see that's one of the new positions. I think that's a uh, mm. uh, new ministerial position is is we got Anita Non uh, in there. She was uh, procurement before, uh, and and Harjit Sajan has uh, has been moved out. Uh, I think that's a good move. Uh, myself, uh, certainly, I think it sends a message uh, to to uh, to the uh, the members of our, our uh, you know Canadian Armed Forces that that they're going to be serious about looking into it. It's certainly been a um, uh, you know, a problem for many, many years. We've had many, many committee meetings on it. Uh, unfortunately, in the last term, they were filibustering off it, so we never actually got to see the full report, um, you know, during our two years that we were there on that committee. But uh, I, I think it's a huge, huge problem. Often they say for a lot of the people that are in the in the armed forces that, uh, uh, and I talked to one lady that was actually the, one of our conservative members who was in the armed forces says you know it was quite common at a particular moment in time and they just need to we need to change um so i'm hoping you know i think i think it's a positive sign that uh we need to make sure that we need people that they're safe and that they're comfortable and and those people are uh joining up they're doing their part to uh, make sure that we're safe and secure here in canada so more than ever we need to make sure that that uh, it's a safe uh, workplace say and uh, that more people will want to join and uh, the more we hear about it, the hopefully the more that we'll, uh, that people have the opportunity to speak of their experiences, that we'll come up with some solutions. Uh, and I'm hoping the government's going to uh, do that ASAP because it's been a problem. Uh, and to your point, you're exactly right. Almost every week we're hearing of something 
um, you know, somewhere in, in the military that there's been these type of uh, accusations. Accusations almost feels like it's systemic, like there is a major issue right from the from the ground up. Well, I, you know, we, we we've heard that uh, quite often, certainly in our reports from from many of the individuals that have, that have come forward to our committee um, and, and expressed, and, and they've been troubled. And, and to listen to what they've went through during those years is certainly frustrating. Uh, but it, it starts at the top, and that's why when uh, you know we had Minister Sajan. Uh, he was there for six years. We heard about these issues, and they didn't get taken care of, uh, quite frankly. And, and we heard from many, many vets that uh, you know were, were in the military that that came forward that saw that frustration that said we're, we're just not seeing anything happen. So uh, at the end of the day, we we got a fantastic um, uh, you know Canadian Armed Forces. We just have to make sure that uh, we do everything in our power uh, to make sure that everyone's safe. And, and that's what our goal is. But I, I can tell you the frustration I've had over the last two years, uh, report after report, filibustering, mm-hmm. to not actually get to the end that the reports were actually, our studies were finished. Uh, and basically, if you don't finish the work and see what the problem is, you're not going to fix the problem. And that's really what I saw here. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of excited, um, cautiously uh, optimistic. But I, but I think they, you know, the Liberal government moved in the right way uh, to have somebody new in at this moment in time. Uh, bringing it down to Simcoe Gray, you're riding. The town of Collingwood recently completed a feasibility study uh, for a need or, or the desire for a theater or cultural center in town. Uh, of course, a build that big is going to need money from everywhere. Is this something you would suggest the federal dollars support as well? Uh, certainly, I think uh, I've talked to many people uh, in, in the Collingwood area, and I, and I think this uh, cultural center would draw from, from a large area, quite frankly. Uh, Collingwood's grown. Uh, there's a lot of people either that visit or living there that uh, certainly would like to see this come to fruition. And I think, uh, as I've said many times, over 50, 50, 50 cents of every dollar is federal dollars. And uh, from my perspective, what we need to do is invest in communities and, and arts and culture in Collingwood. Uh, we're hearing about a lot. I know the town as excited about it, and they're, they're uh, looking for partnerships uh, as well. So uh, certainly if it comes, you know, uh, over over to my desk or, or whatever, uh, I want to make sure that I'm there to help support them. Uh, love to hear more about it and, and as we go along, and uh, looking forward to going back and riding to hopefully meet with the individuals uh, to see exactly where we're at and help. My office will certainly help in any way we can. Terry Dowdle is our Member of Parliament for Simcoe Gray. Terry, thank you so much for joining us here on Talk to the Town. It's always great to talk to you, and I hope everyone has a wonderful day. Another 95.1 The Peak exclusive interview. For more discussions about your community, visit the Talk of the Town page at thepeakfm.com.